Okay, well, you know, if you're going to do a class on Easter, right, it's got to pretty much be what is Easter about. I found this um, picture. Um, so I saw this thing on the news this morning, and y'all know I like to do discussion classes, so I'm going to set you up with this. This thing on the news this morning was like favorite Easter candies, right? So the number one was Reese's Easter eggs. Like it was like 26% of the population that's their favorite. And then there was jelly beans. And then there was Cadbury eggs. But like 14% of the people surveyed picked Peeps as their favorite Easter candy. Peeps. Like those, like those little colored chicken marshmallow things, peeps? Well, I mean, I think, but I mean, are they your favorite? Because that just stunned me. But I mean, then I, I've started asking around, and there are people who that's their favorite Easter thing. So, okay. Um, that, I, you know, I, I would have never, I would have thought chocolate, chocolate, and chocolate, but um, that's because I like chocolate. So, uh, yeah, because they're basically malted milk balls disguised as Easter eggs, and I'm a big malted milk ball fan, so Robin's eggs are good. Um, anyway, I just that has nothing to do with what I'm going to talk about this morning, but I, that just I, that was one of the first things I saw in the news when I woke up, and I thought, wow, uh, I was not expecting that. How in the world do I? Oh yeah, so I did actually ask. So I used to teach in a private school in Chattanooga, uh, a pretty good sized private. Um, well, I'm not from Middle Tennessee. It would be a very medium, small size private, but uh, called Boyd Buchanan, and I taught AP Chemistry. And um, so it was. It's a Christian school. So sometime around, just before we got out for spring break, I asked this question. Now you're thinking, surely he doesn't remember what they actually responded, but I do because I tended to ask it every year, and I can't do that in public ed. So, uh, so I asked this AP Chemistry group. Hey, what do you think Easter's about, okay? So these are at, in question form some of the answers they gave me, okay? So you've always got your vague person, right? Well, it's about Jesus. Okay, thank you, right? There's always that one kid who's going to answer every question, but they're going to answer it as vaguely as they can. Right? If you're not a teacher, you don't know what I'm talking about. But you guys who are in class know exactly what I'm talking about, right? So one, one person says, well, Easter's about Jesus. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Right, okay? And then there's, you know, they started dialing down. Well, it's about the crucifixion. It's about forgiveness of sin. I have my one intellectual, you know, intellectual kid who always wants to come up with, like, the super cool intellectual answer. I can tell you his name if you want me to, but um, <laughs> my wife knows exactly who I'm talking about. He's currently, I guess he's got his, yeah, well, he's done with that. He's an engineer at some aerospace company. It's a holiday invented by the Catholic Church to take the place of pagan spring equinox fertility festivals. I promise you that's what that kid said, um, which didn't surprise me at all, okay? It's a mini Christmas. This is, this is always your, um, your slightly surly sort of, um, I don't know, tired of the world high school kid. That's their persona, right? Oh, it's like a mini Christmas with baskets of candy and maybe a present and some nice clothes. Right? So, you know what? I was telling Carol, in my house now, we celebrate Valentine's, Easter, yes. gifts every other month, and things like that. Yeah. All we ever celebrated was your birthday.
Yeah. No, it, I mean, right? I mean, sure. And this is the, this, now I'm going to give this away. This was my son who said this. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I just. His adult friend. Yeah. Whose mother gave him a set of tires for his car for Easter. Well. Along with a basket. Along with a basket, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, this, this is also, this, uh, I'm telling you, this is my son, so I'm give, he'll be mad at me. No, he really won't. He's also the one who said Valentine was a conspiracy. Then you said that. Right. No, yeah, well, <laughs> he, but he said it in class, and I would have never said it in class, that it was a conspiracy to get uh, expensive presents out of guys from girls they're not married to, right? So, um, yeah, I never said it quite that way, but he did, so. There you go. Uh, I mean, you know, that's ditch jumping is fun. Um, okay, so I'm going to toss it out there. What is Easter about? Because I, I, I really think there's some validity to all of these from certain. It, it actually is a holiday that the Catholic Church tried to put in place. Of, I mean, if you're going to spread the word of Jesus to pagan cultures, right? The easiest way to do that is to take their holidays and make them into something Christian. Yes? So historically we know that happened, right? So I'm just saying there's something valid about all these. Where do you guys fall? Go. What is Easter about? Okay. Um, do you want to elaborate on that, or does that stand on its own? I'm okay with it standing on its own. Well, it's um, it's a picture of what Jesus was alive again. Okay. And it's a picture of the hope that we have that new life. Okay. Anyone else? Okay. Do you want to elaborate, or do you want to let that stand on its own? Okay. Okay. Anyone else? Okay. Okay. Anyone else? Yeah. Sure. The bunny. Where did that come from? I like the Cadbury bunny myself. Y'all know what I'm talking I guess that commercial probably predates a lot of people in this room. Do they still do the Cadbury egg thing where it's like... 15% according to your survey. Yeah. No, well, no, I mean, that's the favorite, I, you know. Where it's the different animals trying out for the Cadbury bunny. Y'all know? Okay, I see some people nodding. Okay. 
That's one of my favorites. The the bark meow, bark meow. That okay. Anyway, what else? I think you're right though. I think in 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 America more and more, the secular view of all the holidays is more the view. Although that I think, rather than be discouraged by that, we probably ought to look at that as a great teaching tool, maybe, um, because that's what they were used as originally, right? Okay. What else? Those are good answers. So in our tradition, in our in 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 the restoration tradition, does everyone understand what I'm saying when I say that? Yes or no? Okay, all the young people are going, what is, what is he talking about? So so um in the Restoration Movement, where the Churches of Christ came from, okay, um, we don't do a lot of the things that other more, I don't even know how to, I used to call it high churchy. Um, ecumenical, I think, is the correct term, but um, that other Christian traditions, we don't do a lot of the Easter stuff that a lot of other traditions do. Do y'all, does everyone understand what I'm, saying here so we don't do like Maundy Monday is it Maundy Monday or Maundy Thursday Thursday, Thursday. it's just Monday is so alliterative it's so nice Maundy Thursday and, and and Ash Wednesday the the stations of the cross right that go the week before Easter do you, have y'all all at least heard of those yes or no okay and then there's Good Friday <laughs> that's before remember that's before yeah. It's like have fun before because we're about to do a lot of fasting, yeah. right? Okay. All right. So, um, so sometimes I feel like our Easter is a little muddled because the other traditions, they celebrate something really specifically on each day as, as, as the crucifixion approaches and then Good Friday is the crucifixion, right? And then Easter is the resurrection. And so it's a little more laid out step by step, maybe, than our tradition where it's like, okay, this is Easter week, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so, uh, I, I, you see the second one? I'm not, I mean, I, I agree that Easter is influenced by the crucifixion, but really the crucifixion happened on Good Friday. Mm-hmm. Would we all agree with that? I'm just asking because in my mind, this was always like jumbled when I was growing up. Easter's about Jesus dying on the cross, right? No, not really. I mean, it is. They're related. But Jesus died on the cross on Friday, right? And Easter is on, oh, Sunday. And so that's already done. The, The crucifixion and the blood covering sins, that's already happened. And I, I think that that's important for us to recognize that was a huge event, and that's done. The temple's already, the, the curtain in the temple's already torn, right? And the sacrifice has been made, and the blood has covered us. So what's so special about Sunday then?
yeah, Jesus is suddenly not dead anymore, right? That's, and, 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 but why is that special? Because I, I want to point this out again, and now y'all, I, you know I don't come up with this stuff. I read people who are smarter than me, okay? But someone pointed this out to me, and I just guess my brain had never really like gone there before. Why is it so important that Jesus is resurrected? Because the sacrifice has already been made. Our sins are covered because of what happened on Friday. Right? The blood was shed. Blood was required to cover sin. That's done. So, so the sacrifice, the sin offering, all that's been done. God is able to get back in touch with human beings directly now. That's the tearing of the curtain in the temple, right? In, in other words, we're now the temple because God can dwell with us just like in the garden, side by side. Yeah? Okay, so, what's, so that's all happened. What's so important about the resurrection? Okay, right. So, so I read this once. I'd never thought about it this way. God could have covered sin, and the death penalty for sin might have still, I mean, we might have still died, right? Because that is a penalty. And God could have said, okay, I've covered you, but you're still going to have to, I mean, there's nothing I can, you know, I'm not going to do anything about the whole dying thing. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not God. I'm just tossing it out there. But instead, Jesus... Okay, so let me, let me back up a little. Jesus is a... Yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Let, let's broaden that out a little bit. He, he is a human. Yes? Yeah? Now, this, I, I don't know. I'm just telling y'all stuff that like blew my mind when I first thought about it. Of course gods can overcome death. Gods don't die. Right? You can't kill God. So who got res? I mean, who raised? What's so important about the resurrection for us? Because if it's just a God coming back from the dead, that doesn't affect us. So the, his disciples, the apostles, they saw him eat. Yes. Yeah, I think. Yes. Yes. I think we miss, I think maybe because our tradition is a little vague on the whole Easter thing, that we confuse the dying with the raising. And, and how different the two things are for us. The dying was this great sacrifice for all of humans, something we should be very grateful for and that totally changed our eternal destiny, yes? But the raising is just as important because a human being comes back from the dead. Yes?
Now, I would say yes, but that's something that Christianity, Western Christianity struggles with. I don't want to get into a huge, we can talk about this after class because I, I think that that's actually a, an issue that we need to set right. This whole idea of like we're physical and we're spiritual and the spiritual part of us can get forgiven but the physical part, that I don't find that in Scripture. But I'm just talking you and me, okay? But, but, but that applies, I think, to this. I'm a human being, and a human being came back from the dead in a body that's going to last forever, right? That's what Easter, I mean, and, yeah, that's, that's really good news, right? I'm forgiven is good news, but if you want really good news... God forgave me, but a human being was raised from the dead and promises that the same thing's going to happen for us. Yeah. To me, that's shockingly good news. And that's, that's what I think um, the Easter celebration is partly about. So look, this gets me to where this kind of hits home for me, okay? for what it's worth. Somebody read Matthew, what is that? 28, 1 through 7. Okay. After the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and other men went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were as white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead, dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going to tell you in the Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. Okay. The Mark passage is parallel. You suspected that when I put them both up there, yes. Okay. Um, he, here's, I guess, something that I'm, I'm just going to toss out there. Why are people always afraid when angels suddenly appear? Oh, I would be. I'd be terrified. I mean, I'm just, poof! Oh! But, but why? Why are we afraid of that? That it, it could be dangerous. I mean, right? Yeah? Anybody here ever bungee jumped? Okay. Where they dropped you, but you were in a car. No, no, no. You was on a. a you laid down. You laid down. But you went this way and not. Oh yeah. Okay. It was pretty high. Yeah. Look, I same idea. Yeah. What? 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 Why haven't you guys bungee jumped? 
Right. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, because we're afraid. Why are we afraid? Well, yeah, and and if the rope breaks, you're gonna die. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In ancient times, when angels tended to appear to people, if an angel popped into the room right now, we'd be terrified. I'd be terrified. Right? People fall down before the Lord for lots of reasons. One, angels and God are beyond our experience, and I think that there's an awe sense there, but people are always afraid. So every time an angel appears, what do they say? Look it up. Yeah? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I'm not going to hurt you. You're not going to die. Right? Don't be afraid of this bungee jump. This court's not going to break. Sure, it's not going to break. Right? Um, how many times in the New Testament does Jesus say, don't be afraid? Does anyone know? By the way, the little thing that goes around, it's, it's a message that's been going around for like 10 years. There are 365 passages in the Bible that say don't be afraid, one for each day of the year. That's cute, but not accurate. I checked. Because I'm geeky, nerdy, and do things like that. Mm-hmm. That's one of the times. Uh, it's there almost as many times. Don't be afraid. Be at peace. Fear not, which are all basically the same things. Jesus says, second only to, love each other. Why? Are we afraid? Now I'm asking. Yes. I'm asking for that stark naked moment right now. Y yes. Uh, I mean, I, I jumped out of airplanes. I didn't bungee jump, but I jumped out of airplanes uh, in the army, and I didn't think I was afraid. I, I wasn't the first four jumps. The very last jump, I was the one standing in the door, and I had time to think about it. Then I realized, hey, there's 2,500 feet of nothing between me and the dirt. Yeah. 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 Um, are we spiritually afraid? Were the apostles spiritually afraid? Yeah, I mean, Jesus gets killed. They're expecting a king like King David. Now he's dead. That's a problem. They've, they've literally banked their lives on that. Yes? That's another uh, thing about the crucifixion. 
Or that Jesus wasn't the Messiah. Right? Jesus a liar or God a liar. Yeah? But the fulfillment of prophecy also. Yes. You know, I'm just going to be honest. I'm spiritually afraid. I, I think as humans, we're afraid. I think as we get older and maybe more deeply into the Lord, we get less afraid. We see that with the apostles. Yeah? Why, do you, why did Peter deny Jesus? He was afraid. And he was afraid specifically of what men would do to him. Death. What people Pain. Would do to him. That's right. Yes. And that's what we're afraid of. I mean, let's be honest. Why, why are we afraid to bungee jump? Or kill us. Yeah. I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, that's really... Tom Clancy wrote a book called The Sum of All Fears, which is about World War, I mean, it's, you know, Tom Clancy book. But the sum of all our fears is it could hurt us or kill us. Would we agree? If we knew we could not be killed, how would that change us? If we knew that. You cannot be killed. Did y'all see the movie Unbreakable? Do y'all know what I'm talking about? It was M. Was M. Night Shyamalan before his movies got really bad. Bruce Willis is a character. It, it's a play on the bell curve of things, right? So if you look at people's general health and immune systems and, and aging and all that, there's a bell curve, right? Yeah? And so his thing was, well, with 7 billion people in the world, there's got to be someone that's like 10 standard deviations out from the normal. You might not be able to kill that person, right? And so it turns out it's Bruce Willis's character, right? Now, he doesn't know it, but he, you know, he's unbreakable, literally. And how would, how would your life change if you were just not afraid of ever being broken or hurt or killed? I'll be honest, I would have lived a pretty different life if I really took that to heart and lived that way. I think that's the kind of living that we see out of Peter and the 11 that stand up, the 11 that stand up on the day of Pentecost. Yes. That's the difference that we see in Stephen, who has a, the, whatever, the appearance of an angel as he's being stoned. That's right. And his eyes are on heaven. And why? What was a sudden change? You've got Peter denying Jesus, and then you've got all of the disciples hiding in a room. I don't know. You may not have read that far. It's like we, we go from denial to the crucifixion to the resurrection, and we miss all the human drama that happens in the middle. Let me tell you about the human drama. All of Jesus' followers went into hiding. It's the same thing Peter did. We just we, we cut them some slack because the story focuses on Peter. They all hid, didn't they? And then we get to these verses and something fundamentally changes. By the way, if you've ever wondered, this whole resurrection thing, how do we know if it really happened? To me, the, the biggest proof that it happened is these people who are scared to death and hiding suddenly come out of hiding. They believed it happened. 
I'm just tossing that out there. Because they all come out of hiding, and they all end up getting killed for it. Physically killed. John's the only one who doesn't die a martyr. Peter dies a martyr. Paul dies a martyr. James, Andrew, Matthew, all those guys die. There's a whole tradition about the horrible ways they were all killed. Okay? So obviously they believed suddenly I can't die. I'm not afraid anymore. Yeah? Yeah? I'm just tossing that out there. That, and, and I can tell you this. My observation of older spirit-filled Christians is they are much less afraid than those of us who are younger. I know all the college people are like, you're old. <laughs> That's just been my observation in my life because they've had time for that idea to kind of seep in. Hey, wait a minute. I, I can't be killed. Literally, I can't die. How do I know? Easter. What do y'all think? We're about out of time. I think most of us are living between Friday and Sunday. I think we are. And we've we've still got we've still got that that hiding. Mm-hmm. That hiding from death, that hiding from pain, the hiding from sorrow. When Easter breaks in our in our walk with God, and it is a walk, it is a journey. When Easter breaks, when when resurrection morning breaks for us, we are absolutely changed people. Yeah, and that can happen now. You, it, Yes. You don't have to die and be physically erect. I mean, that can happen at some point in your life. You can. I've seen this happen to people. They just become different people. And it's because they're not afraid anymore. You know, on a very minor point, this COVID, we did. And we got the shots, and so now we feel a little more comfortable. Um, I mean, it's a tiny microscope point, I think you know. Yeah. But it's true. I mean, fear is what kept us at home and away from everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. And you know. Um, or social stigma. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think. <laughs> so here's the thing. And, and look, once you realize you can't die, that doesn't mean you're. I mean, I've said this over and over. The Laurelin can vouch for it. I'm really not afraid of dying. Phys- I mean, I'm, death just doesn't scare me. But pain, I'd like to avoid that as much as possible, please. Right? So, I mean, I actually say this prayer sometimes. Look, God, when it's my time to go, if you could just hit me with a bus or drop a plane on me or if I could just have a stroke while I'm asleep or a massive heart attack, I, I just don't want to be in pain as much as you can manage that. Really, that was Jesus' prayer. So I feel okay in praying that. I mean, basically that was his prayer in the garden. Hey, you know, if there's any way we can do this some other way, let's find some other way to do this. 
I don't think he was afraid of dying. I think he would, like all humans, would like to have avoided the pain. Go, uh, no, go ahead. Well, I, I, you know, obviously, Tom and I were talking about this this morning. And um, on the news this morning, there was a Carrie Underwood piece. And she was singing the song, um, Just As I Am. And I had this thought, and she was crying because she said, I just recognize that God's going to embrace me just as I am. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of our fear sometimes is how can the God of creation love this fallible being just as I am. And, and my thought was, our great I am does love us just as I am. And, and I, I think there's something significant in that to be component. I think we're pretty much out of time. Yep. Look, um, don't, don't fear. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what Easter's about. You're forgiven. That's Friday. Right? You're forgiven. That's Friday. Easter's about, holy cow, you can't be killed. You can live a life with no fear. Now, and, and how even if we do have pain, yes. it may be a blessing in I, The older I get, the more I realize that. That's one of my least favorite passages where God says things like, you know, you ought to be glad of the trials and pains you go through because I'm tempering you over the fire. Can't we find some place that you can put me in the building where I don't have to be tempered? You know? But, but I, I agree with that. I just I don't know that I'm spiritually mature enough to, like, welcome that yet. Um, but I do know this. You can live a life of bravery and um, I think that's what God wants. Now, this is a longer study. I challenge you to this. Look through the Old Testament. Look at the people that Jesus called and see if God calls people who are great spiritual people or who are very brave people. I'm not saying they don't become great spiritual people, but when He calls them, Does he call people who are holy, pious, very spiritual people? Or does he call people who are brave? In fact, brave enough to fight with him when they don't agree with him. Just look through all the Old Testament characters and see who God calls to do great things. And I think maybe his point is we should all be brave because we can't be killed anymore. That's, for what it's worth, I think maybe that's the message of Easter. Um, Go out and live lives of bravery because you don't have to be afraid anymore. Um, Okay, let me say a quick prayer and then we'll be done. Father, thank you um, for letting us um, know about the sacrifice that your son made and Lord, thank you for letting us know about the fact that he came back from the dead um, and still is alive and that he led the way and showed us that um, we can be brave because we don't have to fear death anymore. Um, And it's in your son's name that we pray always. Amen.
All right. Good. Go have a happy Easter.